This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. If you would like to learn how to support this podcast, visit www.patreon.com slash writing excuses. Season 13, Episode 15. This is Writing Excuses. What do writers get wrong? With Mike Stop Continues. 15 minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Dan. I'm Mary. I'm Elliot. And I'm Howard. And joining us today, we have special guest Mike Stop Continues. Mike, that is an awesome name. Please tell us about yourself. Thanks. Uh, so I'm the author of the King Cage superhero series, which takes place almost entirely beneath New York City, and, the, and Underworld, a young adult coming-of-age story that takes place in rural Pennsylvania. Well, awesome. Okay, hey. so... We, this is part of our series of What Do Writers Get Wrong? Mary, tell us about what that series is about. So with this series, what we're doing is we're talking to different people who, about their life experience and using that, using them, yes, we are using them, <laughs> to help you as writers uh, better represent people in your books. So Mike, for instance, has multiple facets that we could talk about. What are some of those facets? Uh, So in addition to being an author, I love sushi. I've got no sense of smell. And I'm a gay man who's happily married. And what are we going to be focusing on today? Uh, Me being a gay man. So what writers get wrong about being a gay man? Awesome. I I am excited to talk about this. So the first question, you know, is given away in the title. What is something that you see often uh, portrayed in television, in movies, in, in books about being a gay man that, that writers get wrong? Uh, the biggest thing is that most gay people, most gay men, just want to read about people who happen to be gay, not about AIDS or coming out or about homophobia or about any of that stuff. They just want to see characters who happen to be gay. 
I think that is the case with a lot of the topics that we're going to be covering, which is one of the things that, that uh, I just want you readers to remember that, that, that people can exist in your story uh, without having a reason to be the way that they are. Exactly. Um, you know, unless you are justifying why they're... <laughs> yes, I want to push this question even a little further. I think that's a great answer, but I want something juicier than that. What do you absolutely hate when you see gay men, gay people portrayed in media, and you're like, that again? Arr! Yeah, like the cliches that are, that are act- actively offensive. Well, that's a, I mean, that's the funny thing about... Uh, there, are, there are obviously some, some characters that are taken way too far, but in general, I think that the thing that's different about gay characters is that a lot of, you, you meet a lot of people who lean into stereotypes in the gay community. Oh, interesting. And, like, the fun part about that is that since all gay people come from all different parts of the planet, we have to create our own culture. And so to do that, we sort of play with it more than other people do. And so you'll end up with, uh, with people who lean into stereotypes, who enjoy them. And, and so that's something that I think that sometimes, sometimes it's, it's just wrongly done. But most of the time, we relate with those characters because we know those people. You know, it's, there's, there's a whole spectrum of kinds of... of uh, I guess, uh, the, way that, the way that you enact being gay, right? So, can, can you talk a little bit more about what it means to, to lean into a, a stereotype? Because I think that, that a lot of people aren't familiar with that necessarily as a term. Okay, so, uh, so for instance, you, you've all seen the, like, uh, the flamboyant gay character, right? Someone who's, who's uh, you, you know, like you, you could say that they're flaming or you could say, you could say lots of things that are, that are negative about them. But in general, they're, they're actively, um, they're, they're proud and they're loud about being gay, right? Now, that's something that, that, that we learned to do because most of our lives were spent being, feeling ashamed, right? And, and being closeted and not being willing to show anyone that we were gay. And so once you come out of the closet, you sort of want to have the exact opposite experience. And so really, there, and, and we all do it to different levels. Like, you know, in, like, in small ways, uh, these, I guess those of us who end up being classified as passers, right? In small ways, we all find ways to let the people around us know that we're gay. But some people, some people like to do it more. And, and no matter what gay person you encounter, no matter what their, what, no matter what their tells are, we all support that. So you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, mm-hmm. I think, is the big thing that, that gets mistaken a lot. So, like, when, when someone like me goes out into the world and somebody discovers I'm gay, they typically will say something like, oh, I never could have, I never would have told. I never, I, excuse me, I never, I never would have known. And then they'll occasionally say something that's less nice about people who they did know were gay from how they behaved. And that's, I mean, sometimes, you know, like, if no gay person will ever be okay with you saying that. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like, we like that they do that because, because they're as proud as we are. It's just that some, we just all express it in different ways. Yeah. You used a word that I, I, I wasn't sure that I recognized. Uh, you said uh, labeled as... Oh, passers. Yeah. Passers. Um, that's, I mean, that's obviously... I just didn't hear it clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but but again, we should probably define that for listeners. Right. So I mean, so that's that's a term borrowed from from African Americans, right? African Americans who could pass as being white. Um, it's the same thing in the gay community. We have gay people who can pass as being straight. So that's mm. where that 
where it comes from. Well, I mean, one of the things that I see a lot uh, with like Asian, for instance, is like you tend to always have the same representation over and over again. And I wonder how much how much of that is happening with like gay people on screen. Do they always seem like they're the same kind of person? Because you mentioned there's a whole spectrum, and you know, different people have lots of different experiences. And I wonder, you know, when people say. So and so was gay, and you know, I guess that they were gay, and they say this rudely offensive thing. Basically, I wonder, like you know, you get that from media, right? So, yeah. how how much of that do you think right. should change? Yeah. So 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 in media, we definitely do see um, flamboyant gay men more than uh, more than I guess. Uh, Let's say, let's say, passing gay subdued, men, right? Maybe um, subdued or sub- quieter. Subdued, or... yeah, and. And that's okay, but but I could say from personal experience that like I was I was in my late twenties when I first saw Captain Jack on Doctor Who, and I cried because that was I wish I had that character in my life when I was younger. So like, it's important that there are lots of different kinds of gay gay characters out there, and that's why the the best and most important way to do that is to just make a character who happens to be gay. Yeah, in in my consumption of media, some of my favorite. Some of my favorite characters uh, are the gay characters who didn't have a tell until something came up where it was important. And I'm allowed to realize that, I mean, just like you, I am married and I love sushi. We are very, very similar on a couple of key counts. <laughs> and I'm allowed to identify with characters who, in one aspect, yes, they're they're unlike me, but... I can still identify with them, and and part of what I think part of what we struggle against is that culturally, uh, a great many of us will be pushed away by the flamboyance, by the initial representation, because for fear or for any number of other reasons, we don't want to identify. And my feeling is, no, I want to identify because because that's how everybody gets to be a human in my head. But, I mean, isn't there a risk if you do, like, that reveal really late that the reader's going to feel like it's a little bait and switch of, like, oh, I didn't think they were gay? And then, because I've had, like, people say, you know, I didn't realize that the character was gay or queer or, or POC until fairly late oh. in the book. And then you're pushing back against the, their, their own preconceptions. They build their, this own mental image and you're, like, basically coming in and crushing their party and saying, no, 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 I'm the author and I'm right. So I feel like, do you think it would work if you had a, like... A normal, like you know, a person who was sorry, um, who was married, loving sushi, and who was out, who who you said was gay from the start. So, so it looked like Mike had something to say. So, sorry. Uh, yeah. The, uh, so, uh, so I, I mean, recently we have lots of gay characters in media, I, or not enough, but more than we've had before. <laughs> um, but the but but if you look at, for instance, like a like gay film criticism, we look at movies that that don't overtly have gay characters in it. And we spend a lot of our time, and, and historically have spent a lot of our time, dissecting characters that that seemed to suggest that they were gay, and and so we get used to uh, we get used to looking at gay characters or gay, uh, looking at characters as a mystery. So in so I've heard from many authors that exact criticism, uh, Elliot. But I think the way that that you can do it. Uh, maybe better. Uh, I'm not not you. I think the way that writers no, can do it better no, no, I'm, I'm is, um, is to is to frame it like a mystery. Have a few clues that once you get to the point where you where where it's if, you know where the character becomes obvious, then you could say, oh, I should have known based on these you know few little things that came up beforehand. I just want to flag. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We, we, we need to stop ahead. for a... We need to stop for a book of the week, like All right. three minutes ago, but... You, you can finish okay, your flag. Okay, so, uh, so the thing that I wanted to... I just want to flag that, um, that one of the things that we're talking around here is that we have a default, and the default is straight. Um, and this is the same way in fiction that the, the default in, in America in 2017 and, and for quite a while after that and probably quite a while in the future, the default is white. Like When you guys are listening to this podcast, you guys cannot see us, but uh, uh, we were talking the other day, and and the the core podcasters, Dan Howard, uh, Brandon, that other guy, and me, <laughs> um, we're, this, this podcast is 100% white, um, and this podcast is also 100% straight. Uh, we're only 75% women. Uh, we're only 75% men. Excuse me, 25% women. <laughs> I was excited but, for a minute. There. But the thing is, the thing is that the fact that this this podcast is is all white and all straight is not surprising to you, because you have a default set in your head. So one of the things to be aware of when you're you're doing this is that uh, if you feel like I need to mark my my character as gay, you should also perhaps be considering that one of the ways you can address that, that default is by also marking your straight characters and marking your characters who are ace or bi or, or you know, 
pansexual, as Captain Jack is. Um, so be aware of, of your own tendency to default to an unmarked state. And, and this is a good time to examine that. But now we have a book of the week. We do. And thank you for handing it to me. I'm going to hand it to Mike. Mike, what's our book of the week? Uh, yeah, so uh, the book of the week is my first novel, Underworld. It's about two brothers growing up in rural Pennsylvania uh, who are chasing... Who are, who, who are chasing the same girl, uh, one because he loves her, and the other because he doesn't want to be gay. So uh, I think it's clear what the, what, why, that's the, why I picked that as the book of the week. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Tell us the title again. Underworld. Underworld. Awesome. Um, I actually first heard that as two boys growing up in rural Transylvania, but I'm assuming it's, <laughs> assuming it's Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. I also heard Transylvania for what it's worth. It's very clear there's a default. <laughs> two young vampires growing up in rural Transylvania. Okay. Underworld. No, two young men who people assume are vampires. Well, now and they do. Now we're getting it. Okay, <laughs> okay. so um, we don't have much time left, and I would really love to focus, if we can, on some constructive advice. I want to start with the question, what have you seen? Can you give us a quick example of something you've seen in media that made you think, wow, uh, that writer really did his or her research. They know what they're talking about. Actually, uh, yes. Uh, this book has, an, has a tremendous trigger warning. It's by uh, uh, Hanya Yanagihara. She wrote, uh, she, uh, it's a woman, and this is what, what, what is so special about this book, wrote this book called A Little Life, and, um, and it's one of the best gay love stories I have ever read, and it's, 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 it's beautiful on, on every level. This book is beautiful, and the thing that showed that she understood, uh, she understood the subject matter was that her character's discovery of their love for one another is so organic and so real that that there was that, that even though uh, that there was no question in my mind that that this woman had spoken to many gay men about how the, what their experience of romance and their experience of sex was, um, and it was it was beautiful, brilliant, cool. So so what are some things then that writers can do? And I'm going to make this question difficult because you're not allowed to say do your research mm. and you're not allowed to say have beta readers from within the gay community. What can writers do other than those things to help write better gay characters? Uh, okay, so, oh gosh, I don't know if I'm going to be breaking, breaking your rules here, but uh, <laughs> one thing that I do when I need to learn about people that aren't myself is I go on the internet and I find those people. So, for instance, if you go on Reddit or you make, a, make an account on OkCupid or like anywhere that people meet other people, it's really easy to meet other people and to start talking to them about whatever it is about them that you're interested in. That doesn't mean, like I just mentioned OkCupid okay, because, because it's great for talking to people about, especially intimate issues, they're more willing to talk, I think, there. The, but don't catfish people. Don't pretend to be a gay man to talk to gay men. You know what I mean? Like, be yourself and just say, hey, listen, I see your profile. You're very much like a character that I'm interested in writing. Can I ask you some questions about your experience? That's a really great idea that I'm totally stealing. <laughs> the, the takeaway, I think, Mike, from, from your answer to Dan's questions with its completely unfair precondition <laughs> is uh, this is a difficult thing for which there are no shortcuts. Yeah. There is no easy button. You can't just, you know, make sure you include this word or this sentence. It doesn't work that way. You have to do some homework. You have to meet some people. You have to talk. You have to learn how people, how people be. So, so one of the things that um, that we often talk about is, you know, the, the the whole write what you know, which I think 
is, is better expressed as extrapolate from what you know. Mm. When you were talking about how you would search for representations of yourself in, in media, what are the, the, the tells, what are the things that, that make you feel like you are present in that? Uh, in, in non-gay characters? In, or in, gay, in characters that are not demarcated. Okay, right. Thank yes. You. Um, so, uh, so actually, uh, anyone who seems so for me as a gay man, anyone who seems uh, uncomfortable with women, uh, or, or any man who seems uncomfortable with women, uh, any 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 male character who has um, who seems to be uh, portrayed as having a secret, you think what's a secret is you know especially like I, I can think of two Hitchcock movies that are brilliant with this, and I think they both unquestionably have gay subtext. One is Strangers on a Train, mm-hmm. and the other is Rope. And the, the main character in both of those movies is a gay man. And the movies, there, there's no suggestion that, or, or there's no overt suggestion that the movies are about being gay. But both of them definitely are. And, uh, and so I, I highly recommend those as a way to see that, that thing, because I'm having a little bit of a hard time articulating it. Yeah, it, it, is, it is difficult, I think. And, and this is also one of the things for, for you, readers and listeners, is that Remember that, that your experience is normal. So when you're going to someone from within a community, you're asking them to describe their own normal, which is like asking a fish to describe water. It's often very difficult to pinpoint the parts of your life that, that other people don't experience, which is why I thought, well, if we can talk about the things that you see, where you, that, that these are potentially things that other people can extrapolate from. Like, I can extrapolate from what it's like to have a secret, even if it isn't that secret. Uh, actually, uh, one, uh, one, more, one more thought I had uh, similar to that is, is that, uh, be, uh, like I said earlier, um, since gay people come from every walk of life and they come together, it, they are, there's very different subcultures within the gay community. And so if you're interested in, in, in writing gay characters, the one easy way to do it is just to make a character who happens to be gay. But if you're interested in going deeper into the community, learn the different, the different subcultures that exist there because, uh, because just like, just like in, in, in the world that you live in, there are lots of different smaller groups that, that you might find interesting enough that, to write about. Yeah, that is... Super interesting. And I wish we had time to go into some of those subcultures, but we are unfortunately out of time. Thank you very much for being here. This was, this was a really interesting discussion. So uh, do you have some writing homework you can give us? Yes. So uh, uh, take your work in progress. Uh, take any, any, start with a scene. Take any character in that scene and make that character cha- change their sexual identity. So it could be uh, to gay, to lesbian, to bisexual, asexual, pansexual, whatever it is. And, ju- and rewrite the scene, but see just how little you have to change to make that character a different, have a different sexual identity. You will be surprised. It might be zero words. You might have to change literally nothing. Awesome. I think that sounds fantastic. Well, thank you again. Um, this has been Writing Excuses. You are out of excuses. Now go write. Writing Excuses is a Dragonsteel production, jointly hosted by Brandon Sanderson, Dan Wells, Mary Robinette Kowal, and Howard Taylor. This episode was mastered by Alex Jackson.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.